the Marty Gridler. Did you say, did you say Marty Gridler? I did. That sounds, that sounds like a Denny's menu item. And he's dressed like a Denny's menu item. I think he looks amazing. Oh, yeah, it was Dad. It was Clint the whole time. It was me the whole time. Now, you're probably wondering, what is this new direction that Clint is taking Merle? Well. Well, my costume didn't arrive. Yes. Didn't it? And we don't, we don't want to throw any shade at the, uh, the organization responsible for this, U.S. Postal Service. But not, I should be clear, Stamps.com, which is a fantastic provider <laughs> of all your like postal the, needs. It's like the post office without all the late packages. Yes. Uh, y'all ready? Hell yes. Are y'all ready? Let's do it. Fucking crank it. So catch us up. Uh, no. So, <laughs> it's the apocalypse. Oh, man. We already beat it. Well, it's a different one. Oh, man. Must be Saturday. There were, there were a few insistent soothsayers that nobody was really taking seriously for that exact reason. We just beat the apocalypse. What are the odds that it's going to happen again? Um, as fate would have it, the odds are quite good. Um, there have to be some hipsters, though, who are like, I've seen an apocalypse. I was here for the OG apocalypse. Over the course of an evening, the laws of nature that sustained your world were seemingly revoked one by one. The seas stood still, then retreated. Every tree in the forest and flower in the field simply leaned over to the ground as if settling in for a long nap. Wait, the, where did the seas go? Just somewhere. It went home. <laughs> Uh, the moon, the real one, began shifting through its phases faster and faster like a strobe light, which was hell for all the werewolves in the realm. And in the morning, when you saw the sun plummeting out of the sky, hurtling in your hapless planet's direction, that's when you knew those soothsayers were correct. The apocalypse is at your doorstep. What do you do? Uh, I'm going to roll a stop. It. Okay. That's a seven plus... Um, charm? Charm? It came, you came pretty close. The sun saw you and went, I don't, yeah, I'm still going to keep. So, uh, unfortunately, Taco has failed. I, I say we hop on the Star Blaster and get the fuck out. <laughs> we'll try again. We'll been try here, again on the next Been here one. before. We out. <laughs> and I say we party. All right. You know what? I was about to give him shit, but that is what more I do. Yeah. Like, all right, I've been saving this extra powerful Five booze. 5,000 party points. Right, time to burn all those spell slots on pyrotechnics. <laughs> what are we doing when so, we notice this happens? I would probably, like, call for Istis. Okay. Okay, what were we doing when we notice this happened? Magnus is calling for Istis. Uh, Istis! He, he is hollering up for Istis, the goddess of faith, for uh, the people on stage who don't remember who Istis is. Um, and just as the heat and the light of the oncoming sun become too horrible to bear, uh, there is a long strand of yarn that uh, entwines all of you, and then uh, the light just takes over everything that you can see. And when the light fades, you are not wherever you were when you were watching the, uh, the apocalypse come. You are standing in front of a large but still pretty quaint cottage in the middle of a large, beautiful field. The sun is high in the sky, uh, just floating in this 
gorgeous blue sky. Uh, and if you didn't know any better, better you would uh, swear, you would swear this was heaven. Uh, the door to the cottage swings open, and out steps Istis, goddess of fate. And uh, she says, what's up? <laughs> um, the, the apocalypse? Right, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, uh, yeah, you were hollering for me. That's, yes, I'm caught up now. Um, so how's it hanging? Uh, well, pretty bad. I mean, um, apocalypse. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I literally forgot yeah, from for the sure. three seconds ago. No worries. That, I'll be straight with you all, that one's on us. Yeah-oh, SpaghettiOs. <laughs> The whole fabric reality coming undone thing, that's um, not a big problem. It's just that the uh, gods have abandoned you all. Um, just I like knew te- it. temporarily, not intentionally. That's why I said, yeah-oh. SpaghettiOs. SpaghettiOs, yeah. yeah. And she's, she takes a moment to wince and kind of like rub her temples. She says, okay, so I was having a casual party over here. Um, <laughs> It was more like a chill hang sesh between a few buds here in the celestial plane, wine and cheese, that sort of deal. And then at some point in the night, it did get a little out of hand. And that's when, that's when you look around the yard that you're standing in and you realize that it's a fucking mess. Just uh, solo cups everywhere. Solo cups are, I said solo chalices are laying everywhere. <laughs> Uh, there's empty bottles, some discarded clothes here and there. Uh, in the bushes outside her house, you see what appears to be just like a dude passed out in the bushes. Uh, and she explains, okay, so we had an uninvited guest show up, and um, the hang sesh got way rowdier than uh, is, is responsible. Um, yeah, so that's, again, the whole guy's whoopsie. Yeah-oh, I can't say it enough. Yeah-oh, 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 yeah-oh. Please, yeah-oh. Okay, well, get back to work? Here's the problem. It's tough. It's tough. <laughs> okay, so the, the, the god who showed up, and it got kind of um, tazy, there was... Uh, okay, so there's gods for everything up here, right? God of fate, there's god of weather. God sun, of dogs? God of dogs, sun god, moon god... There's a dairy god. Um, the one who showed up and turned the heat up, uh, if you will, was the god of parties. I, I don't it, want to tell you how to do your job, but how did you not expect him to show up? Yeah. Uh, he did an RSVP on, um, on the GCAL invite. Uh, GCAL stands for God Calendar. It's, <laughs> what we use up here. Merle, you're a man of the faith. Surely you know about the god of parties. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's cosplaying as him. (laughs) It's either Larry... Wait, wait, wait. Who's who's this this that's talking? Who's this that's talking? Oh, that was me talking. Okay, so Clint is in the celestial plane. Why does this keep happening? In this plane, there is a god. So Clint McElroy... Clint is a god walker. Clint is a god, and he's walking I think we've past. established I'm a, I walk the plane. No, yes. you have not established your celestial nature, and now I have to give you a godhood, 
and it's the God. God that's too complicated. Because okay. that would make you the son of God. Well, not far off. Okay, well, so, it's time we reveal ourselves. So let's ret... Let's retcon. Clint, okay. Clint gives us a hearty wave, and then Merle toddles up to next to us, and we realize we never see Dad and Merle in the same place. And then, and and then, then Merle, Merle says, says, It's either Larry... Do not applaud him for doing the base level of effort. <laughs> you people paid a lot of money to be here, and this is the least he could do for the no money that we give him to be here. <laughs> Or Bacchus. Is it Bacchus? Did I get that? Jim Bacchus. It was, but then the position was recently given to Reggie Fitzpatrick. <laughs> Never heard of him. Yeah, Reggie Fitzpatrick. God of parties, Reggie Fitzpatrick. You didn't learn about this in God's school? I'm, uh, I missed the last semester. Legend goes Reggie threw a shindig so badass that when he regained consciousness the next day, he found himself here in the celestial plane and was granted a realm of his own to govern as the divine champion of all parties. Excuse me? Yes. Sidebar. Mm. Does that go for pretty much anything? Like, if I do yo-yo so good, could I black out and wake up as the yo-yo god? <laughs> I'd like to see you do tricks better than Jo-yo, the current... <laughs> That's a good pull. <laughs> nice. It's his name. I don't... No, it's nice. Good, Joe. Yo, nice. What about the frozen yogurt god? Fro-yo, Joe. Fro-yo, Joe. <laughs> so anyway... What about the god of low-flow toilets? Low-flow Joe. Legend says Reggie Fitzpatrick threw such a righteous party that he himself became righteousness. Anyway, Reggie showed up last night. The whole thing got a little too wild, and uh, everyone here is uh, more hungover than any being immortal or otherwise has ever been anywhere ever in all of existence. Thing is, gods can't get hung hangovers. Technically speaking, we can't get drunk. There was some sort of ritual or curse that Reggie did on us that just got us totally shadracked. So I need you all to go up to Reggie's realm find out what happened at the party last night that has left the whole pantheon in such a sorry state. Did you, do you erp? A little erp there? I would go to Reggie's realm myself and make inquiries, but first off, I need to go barf forever. <laughs> and second off, gods aren't allowed to confront other gods here in the celestial plane. It's forbidden. Okay. Um, before... You should try a little hair of the Cerebus. <laughs> I don't... Oh, okay. Before... Before... Um... Before she goes, I'm going to make an arcana check. Okay. To see if I can pick up any other sort of like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I have a plus six, so. Yeah, hit it. That's eh, two. Nope. Don't see nothing. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. She's sick. I'm, I'm going to uh, roll a carpentry check real quick. To, I'm just real quick going to carve her a wastebasket to throw up in. Okay. It's a 19. That's pretty good. The next, up in the, if you're going to spew, yeah. spew into this. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. And I'm going to investigate a mystery. Wrong nope. game, Mac. Wrong game. Wrong game. Take that back to Chicago. Back she, to Chicago. Shit. Uh, sorry. She says, oh, God, before you go, 
One problem. No, you're the god. Yeah, me. Uh, oh, me. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> One problem. Merle, all your powers are inherited from your devotion to your chosen deity, and he's having himself a rough morning, too. And with that, the figure that was laying in the bushes pops up, and you see it's Pan. And he, uh, he rubs his eyes, and he stumbles over in, in your direction with some, some twigs and some, uh, some, some leaves sticking out of his How hair. How do you tell the difference between twigs that are supposed to be there and twigs that aren't? It's uh, a good point. Merle, you would know. He's got extra twigs. <laughs> and he walks up to the three of you, and he gives you a solemn nod, and he says, I believe I have thrown up on the tapestry of fate. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. And this is kind of... <laughs> About 2016 on. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's just... You got there. It's good. <laughs> it's just looks very disappointed for a moment. And she <laughs> says, uh, Merle, if you want to use any of your cleric abilities, your link with Pan is going to have to be a bit more tangible than usual. Keep him close find out what Reggie did to make us party so hard that all of our bones hurt and find a way to fix it. <sighs> okay. That's, that's Pan. Come, come on. And he hops on your back. Come on. <laughs> come on, little buddy. Merle Chai Hurts, my man. <laughs> we have spent the last couple of days in New Orleans, so Griffin is cosplaying us himself at this point. <laughs> Travis is doing what we like to call kidding on the square a little bit. Um, so the three of you follow a very groggy pan who leads you out of Istis's realm. But it takes like three tries. <laughs> no, 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 wait. Wait, wait. Uh, come this way. Yeah. Uh, the magic words. Uh, and out into the celestial nexus, which connects all the different domains that each god calls home. You see dozens of these bridges all stemming out from a central cloud platform. At the end of each one, you see disparate biomes. At the end of one, a world of fire and lava. At the end of another, an undersea castle. At another, a blood-soaked battlefield. At another, a mighty forge. And uh, despite the size and infrastructural complexity of this place, it is completely empty. Uh, this space, this plane of the gods, is completely silent, save for one domain at the end of a bridge you are currently crossing. At the end of this bridge, you see an enormous golden fence that stretches upward into eternity. At its center, in front of uh, where the bridge terminates, you see a diamond-encrusted gate flanked by two floodlights shining upward into it. Immediately adjacent to that is a booth staffed by an enormous minotaur. And extending far, far into the distance is a line of deities and demigods and other celestial beings all waiting for entry beyond the gate. And as you approach, you hear the sound of muffled, distant, pulsating, powerful electronic music and shouts in unison alongside it. Could you make some of that music for us? <laughs> well, it's muffled, so... <laughs> And the Minotaur looks up from a book he was reading, and he says, Line starts back there, fellas. I'd bring a magazine, because it's going to be a bit. I hand him infinite money that we earn from saving all the universes. Nope. <laughs> Got no need for money. I've got the sweetest job in the world. Just me and my stories. What, um, what's, what's your gig? I watch the gate. Watch the gate to keep out gods? 
Yeah, and if they are, uh, get a little rowdy, I do this cool thing where I throw them at the ground so hard, they bounce. So I just went ahead and started calling myself a bouncer. What do you think of that? <laughs> I'm, no, I'm cool with it. Yeah, it's good. Um, so you just beat up the gods? Yep. <laughs> you must be like so wicked strong, right? <laughs> that's, a good, uh, that's a good audio one. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I reference my pecs. <laughs> also, our dad is wearing a purple and yellow suit. <laughs> Just to call back so you know. It's There's like green a, in it, too. There's, There's green, green in, in it, too. Actually, yeah. Look, green is the predominant. And diamonds. It's kind it of really like makes his eyes pop. Sure, yeah. his purple and yellow eyes. Well, what if uh, I outstronged you? Oh, come on. I'm pretty strong. I, bounce, I throw gods to the ground, and then they're so hard that they bounce from me. Yeah, but I'm pretty strong. <laughs> Why don't you just line up like everyone else? It's just going to be a couple eons. Whoops. Who else no, is wait, in what was, that, what was that roll? That was a nine. Okay. But. No, there's a 26 on my eight. Okay, you are bounced to the then ground. I try again. Okay, you are actually bounced all the way across the bridge, and the rest of you stand there uncomfortably while Magnus walks all the way back. <laughs> uh, you bounced off a cloud, so take 18 points of bludgeoning cloud fine. damage. That's fine. That's fine. Cloud. It's a, it's a cumulonimbus, the thickest oh, okay. cloud there right. is. The most dangerous of clouds. So, what again. Is... No, no, stop. Two. <laughs> I got a 31 that time. Okay. You're ba- you, you fucking Isis is like scrubbing the tapestry of fate and you come smashing through her window like how's it going? Not great. Cool. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so what if we were to give you a god that you could play with all the time to bounce around and smack around and do whatever you wanted to do? Like Are this. you going to kill Pan? He's a god! You, you were just, no joke, 30 seconds ago explicitly told to keep him near you. <laughs> so that your powers worked. Yeah, I don't know what we'd do without dad's spellcasting yeah. abilities. <laughs> this is, thank you. Griffin, I do want to thank you for that, which I assume was intentional just to set me up for that yeah, yeah, joke yeah. that I've been waiting to deploy until that exact moment. Yeah, thank and you. with that, Pan disappears. Now that Justin's joke is, no, Pan's still there. Hey, I'll tell you what. And the Minotaur says, I'm not one of the monsters. I don't want to just dribble a dude around all day. It's my job. Here's, let me try this. Yep. You like bouncing gods, right? It, again, it's the, I like reading books, and I like uh, the sound of rain against my, my, the roof of my booth. But you like your job. Yeah. What if all the gods went away and you didn't have your job anymore? Yeah. That'd be a bummer, right? It'd be pretty bad. Well, if you don't let us through, there will be an apocalypse, and all the gods will die, and you won't have a job anymore. Well, there will be other worse things than that uh, if the apocalypse occurs. Like, you'll be dead <laughs> also, because it's like the apocalypse. Okay, that's a fair point as well. And yeah. no more books. All your favorite shows will be canceled. Yeah. All your house plans will die. The banks will be closed all the time, and you'll be dead. Yeah. <laughs> so four terrible things. I mean, we've written out a couple of apocalypse, apocalypse, what is it? Bad times. We've written out some bad times up here. Yeah, we stopped most of them. That was you guys? That was us. This is Taco from TV. So, 
This I, is Magnus Sideburns. You know? No. So close. Listen, I, I'll be honest. I vaguely remember hearing about that. It's so loud. I attack him again. No, it's come so, on. It's not gonna no, work. No, I don't. It's so loud here. I only, I caught bits and pieces, something about a magic jellyfish. Yeah, that's cool. the only thing that matters. So uh, can I go past roll you? A, uh, roll a persuasion check, Taco uh, and Magnus. You all were both sort of making the case together. <laughs> oh, Justin's dice is flashing. Yeah, it's flashing. It's a 20. Thank God. Uh, he says, you know what? As much as I would like more time to read my special books. Um, <laughs> there would have been time now. If they all get blown up in the apocalypse, well, that's not great. So uh, go on through. And he uh, presses a button underneath his booth, and the diamond gate swings open. Nice. Be, be safe. Be smart. Hey, look at me. Be safe. Be smart. So we solved your literate minotaur puzzle. All most minotaurs are literate. That's hateful. <laughs> Why is everyone saying minotaur? What's that? Because otherwise it's Yorator. <laughs> That wasn't, don't laugh at that. Yeah. You all. I didn't deserve that. I know when a joke is good. Apparently I not. Don't, I don't. No, you don't. As you all walk through, the mantar looks at Pan and says, hey, Pan. And Pan says, what's up, Jerry? And you all walk through the gate. And as you do, this enormous crystalline column extends down from a cloud platform above you. It hits the ground with a quiet poof. And then uh, the side of the column facing you slides open. It's a heaven crystal elevator, my greatest creation to date. Now, Griffin, because this is a party kingdom, I assume there's been some drink service between getting through the gate and getting through the elevator. Not yet. Which makes you think something's gone terribly wrong in the heaven party kingdom. Uh, You all rise far above the nexus and then pass for a minute through this cloud platform. The whole time this techno music is just getting loud. And then... Is that the girl from Ipanema? It is, but like an EDM version. Yeah, it's good, it's good, it's good. And then there it is, a massive, neon-streaked, spotlit, towering complex bearing the name of Reggie's sacred domain, Reggie Town. So what time last night did you write that one? (laughs) (laughs) And then the story gets weird. (laughs) It was a weird night. (laughs) All kinds of weird things. And there were bad monsters, like... Loud neighbors. <laughs> Ten skeletons come out. <laughs> Time to get on. <laughs> Is that anything? <laughs> You're joking. Here's the next sentence. You're awestruck by the gaudiness of this building, and then you realize that before you are two gigantic velvet-covered doors guarded by an even bigger minotaur with an even bigger line of people waiting to get in. I'm so tired, I need to eat more king cake for fuel. <laughs> pause, pause, the, pause the adventure. Everybody picture a number in your mind, and that number represents how many king cakes you think we have backstage because we're fuck-ups. It's five. Not anymore. Uh-oh. Dad pooped a king cake, and now it's six. <laughs> Dad what? gave birth to a king cake. 
So tell me more about the gaudiness of this building. And the second exact same puzzle we need to solve. Hey, hey, cool it. Mine was a joke. The Minotaur's way bigger this time. See, <laughs> we just walk under it. See, because gaudiness. Oh, I get you. That's nothing. No. Shut up, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> tell me me come off stage. This minotaur. Doesn't need to bellow his laughter at me. Oh, that's a good one, Jonathan. <laughs> this okay. even bigger minotaur says, "Back of the line." What? What? Back of the line. Okay, where are you trying? Where are we? Where are you keeping us from? Where's he down? <laughs> I bet. So it's so cool. I bet you couldn't even go in if you wanted to. Too big. Pr- <laughs> what are you? Show, show. Cool, my gear is probably hard to get in. Yeah. yeah. Are you too lame that you can it's walk? fine. Th- Listen, some people are too lame. It's all right. One of the people in line says, leave him alone. Get him <laughs> back of the line. I push that person off the bridge. Whoa. If this I, guy is so cool, I want to see him go through the gate if he's so cool. Roll a, roll a mean check. <laughs> it's a 17 plus... Persuade us, uh, 17. Okay, yeah. He tries to get through the door. He just can't do it, he's such a big minotaur. We walk under his legs through I, the door. Okay. Roll a stealth check, everyone. Oh, okay, I rolled a 12 plus, uh, no, let me check my The only shoot. half rogue in the group. 22. You're let good. Me, let me, I, you can get through there. Try again, here, let me, um, I can transmute some of the gate into like water or something so you get through. Are you gonna make help? him smaller? Do you have an in small Yeah, make him smallify. Hold on, I have magic powers. One sec. <laughs> I open. I'm already on the other side. I, I rolled open a 22 a, a, a stealth. comically large uh, spell book and sit on the ground. <laughs> One sec. Hold on, I have magic powers. One sec. Merle is going to. Uh, Sneak in as well. Okay, let's get that. I bet he won't. Stealthy. Um, 13 plus stealth. Also packed in that, that box was his knowledge of D&D. Yeah. 16. Yeah, 16 works. Really? He's a big... <clears throat> he's the biggest boy. All Dad was missing this whole time was my dice. He's the biggest boy, and you are, you're, you're a little... I'm a little tiny and little... And you, yeah. you get right in there. Taco. Uh, I'm going to cast enlarge slash reduce, but the reduce part. Oh, okay. Cast shrink him. He's going to that... cast reduce slash reuse slash recycle. Okay. Uh, 14 plus my spellcasting modifier, which is five? Uh, yeah, that hits, that hits big boy. Any so, stat. All right, now you can go through... Go enjoy your party. How little did you make him? What's the what are the what? parameters? He, of you this? only shrink him down one one size. <laughs> so he's now a junior petite. Instead of being yeah. big, he's okay. Its size is halved in all dimensions. Okay, he is now about the size of the first minotaur that you came across, <laughs> and uh, he makes it through the door and he says, "I never thought I'd see the day." And I pull out the wand of switcheroo, and I uh, I use it on. <laughs> Was gonna Give be it so up. good. I don't know why he couldn't get through the gate. I had a whole thing and then he couldn't get through the gate. Anyway, one is such a root, it's a 16. And oh no, sorry. It is a uh, DC constitution DC 17 constitution saving roll. I rolled a critical failure. Okay. 
So that he worked. switches places back to Earth. That undramatic. I could have just like pushed him out of the way at that yeah. point. With a, with a critical failure, you all switch places. Now you're inside the club. And he says, hey, wait a minute. Uh, and then the doors, I think, automatically swing shut. But as they do, you see him fall through the clouds. <laughs> but then that concerned party in line grabs his hand at the last second. A new friendship is forged. It's Elvis. He's been dead the whole time. You step foot into Reggie Town, and boys, it has everything. It's unlike any party you've ever attended, which might have certain hospitalities or fun activity centers all built around a certain cause or theme. In Reggie Town, there doesn't appear to be much cohesion, or perhaps the design is far more complex than your minds can possibly conceive of. There's a dance floor, of course, although it's more like a dance pit surrounded by speakers. A Technicolor LED floor pulsating below. That sounds terrible. There's a booth with two robot-masked DJs mixing music using this giant golden boombox above. It's basically Daft Punk. There is... There is every food, all food imaginable. Fondues, chocolates, champagne, and various other edible and potable liquids. Liquid sandwiches are emitted from a massive fountain around the dining station. Just one fountain, all with different flavors branching off in discrete streams. I got so excited when I thought of that. Liquid As you're distracted by that, a Pegasus rides by with two cheering partygoers on its back. It's actually, it's, it actually gets, it's a retcon, it's Geralt, and he's like, hey! You made it. And then he takes off. Uh, there are private booths suspended on platinum chains from the ceiling. Inside them, you see people playing Twister, one where people are hookahing it up, one where there's people doing karaoke. And all around the perimeter of the room, there's little satellite parties splintering off the main one. And even those satellite parties are bigger and cooler than any party you've ever attended. There's a 4th of July pool party. There's a kid birthday party, complete with clown. There's even a wake, and it's popping off too. <laughs> That's the best line Griffin has ever written in the Adventure Zone, hands down. But, it, but it's sad, too, because you can tell this show has become the tortured fantasies of dads. Because it's like, and I bet other parties are happening in other places. And, and then, everyone's having a great time, and they wish great you time. were there. And they, they're like, where's my friend Griffin? I'm sure miss him ever since he had a kid. I just would love to see a wake where someone's like, listen, it's really sad about Jim, but... It was a fucking great yeah. party. I'm kind of glad Jim died. Yeah. The Black Eyed Peas are here. <laughs> um, and suddenly, inches away from you, a, a circular bar just appears. And the bartender, who is ru- handsome, uh, just a handsome, rugged angel, wipes the counter with a rag and then eyes the four of you over. And he says, you four look like you've had a hard day. Fancy a drink? Yes. No. Yeah. He uh, goes over to this golden keg and uh, taps it and uh, pours a beverage. He says, it's, it's Reggie's favorite. He, uh, he calls it Brosia. <laughs> it's uh, one part God Nectar, one part Grenadine, two parts Michelob Ultra. Mm, it is the apocalypse. He, he puts it on the bar and slides it towards you, Taco. Yes. Okay. Good. Yes. 
drink. It tastes about how you think it would taste. Hell yeah, good as hell, right? Good as hell and pretty locale. Thanks, nice. Michelob Ultra. Magnus doesn't drink. Okay, that's Magnus's choice. Yeah. Uh, so uh, what brings you all to Reggie Town? You are looking for anything in particular? You need any glow sticks? Any lobster tails? What do you yes. need? Yes. Okay. He hands I would you... like a glowing lobster tail, please. Boom, he has it. Hey, and what? suddenly, out of the back of Magnus comes a glowing lobster tail. Whoa. That's <laughs> how I do it. What's the, uh, what's your, re- what, first off, what's your handle, partner? Staven. Staven? Yep. Wow. Hey, Staven, what do you think about the new boss? You talking about Reggie Fitzpatrick? Hell yeah, I am, fool. To be honest? Yeah? Between friends? Uh-huh. Yeah. Doesn't come around very much. Yeah. That can be a good thing. Absentee boss, good. Uh, yeah, but he'll know if something goes Have you ever met him? A couple times. Listen, what you gotta understand about Reggie, he only shows up up when the the party is wild enough. If you want to see him tonight, this party's really gotta pop off. Right now, it's about a five, uh, but I'm afraid, I don't think it's gonna hit a ten if you wanted to see Reggie tonight. We needed a party. Well, I hope it gets better. Can we just sit here? Sure. All right. <laughs> Is it getting? Was this? It's about a four point five now. Oh, it's going down. Having, Magnus, Ooh. having a having five just sort of uh, strangers standing around a bar and not saying anything. It's, it's kind of reduced yeah, the ambiance a little bit. Okay, Magnus pulls out a magical stone uh, of fire speech that he has that he's never used. No, oh, come on. And he calls <laughs> LMFAO. <laughs> They're broken up. They can't come. Oh, no. He's they said, we broke up. Stop calling. <laughs> it's not going to happen, Magnus. But you do, have a, you do have a two-way line, so you can't get the two of them talking, apparently. Wait, yeah, no, no. Hey, have you guys just tried talking about it? I've got one for Andre 3000 and Big Boy. <laughs> okay. Hey, I don't need you two to come stop the apocalypse, but I would like you to work it out. <laughs> Merle takes off his shirt... To show his California tattoo Fantastic. over his belly. Topical. Some topical humor from Clint McElroy. Roll just sort of a charisma check, Merle. I'll give you advantage on this one. Because it's because it's you. A charisma check. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's a three plus one. Yeah. So that tattoo looks really all nasty. These, all these angels on the dance floor are just kind of like bumping to the music. They all just like turn and look at you while still kind of bumping. And then they like get off rhythm a little bit. And then those two DJs like do something behind this golden boom box. And it gets a little bit louder and more powerful. And everybody gets going again. Uh, so you, it dropped down to like a three. Yeah. But it got brought up sort of to a neutral five. Okay. I, I would like to call. Yes. All my jellyfish friends. Who is in like another? Okay, but they know all the music. Okay, we're on the astral plane. No, celestial plane. Listen, it's complicated. There's a lot of planes. Then I'm, that one's on me. Listen, I'll own that. I would like to call my jellyfish friends who know that uh, intermission is coming. Okay, up. sure. That's a nat twenty. Okay. Uh, floating through space, the two void fishes are flying around. By the way, sorry if this is your first episode. All right, listen, there are these things called void fish. Uh, and they can sing to everyone. And they do so. What song is played uh, that kind of overrides what's Party going on? Party Rock Anthem. 
Okay, so it is. Uh, here's what happens. Everybody on the dance floor, like, suddenly, like, starts to go even wilder, and you see the two DJs look at each other like, oh, uh, and they're dancing to a different rhythm, a different beat, this music that's flooding everybody's minds. Uh, and in response, the DJs crank it up even more, going yeah. amp for amp against the, the Void Fishes, I, turning the party up to a seven. I, I go over to, uh, I stand above where they're all partying, yeah. and I uh, pull out my Uh-oh. anti-gravity sphere. Oh, shit. And I throw it down at the dance floor. Uh, yeah, with that, I think people get scared when you hover above them and then just sort of throw a big ball down at them. There's not much space for a ball to land safely. It definitely hits a couple angels, but listen, it's necessary losses. You can't have a float party without killing a couple. It has to shatter for, <laughs> yeah. for the party to kick off. Uh, and it does. Uh, you hear some protest against the stricken, stricken angels. Perhaps struck was the word I should have gone with there. But then, following that, all the angels are just floating around in this cool ore. Loving it. And the, the two DJs are cranking it to They just, like, pump the music to that. And then each, like, reverberation coming from these speakers sends, like, shockwaves through this dancing sphere of angels. It's the coolest shit you've ever seen. And with that, a beam of light shoots down from the ceiling, and a figure begins to descend. It's a large, spray-tanned man. His sunglasses are pushed up to rest on his forehead, and he's wearing a windbreaker suit of the most fantastical colors. He finds his way down in a T-pose, making a perfect, gentle landing on the heels of his sneakers, and uh, the crowd in this floating orb looks up, down, I guess, at him with reverence, and he shouts, uh, Peace be with you, hey, let's get it going! Oh shit, is that Pam? That guy's a fucking animal! <laughs> the shit he does down there, the trees and dirt and all that shit, it's so good, but last night, this god proved he's an awesome god if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Reggie. Hey. Time to go to the chill-out tent. Those don't exist up here. It's Reggie Town. We got a, a hot-up tent, and then a hot-up tent appears, and he's like, what do you think about that? <laughs> hey, um, bad news, fellas. I'm staying here. <laughs> yeah, let me ask you, and Reggie's best friend, Ja Rule, shows up. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Why? We're looking for investors for Reggie Town. Why do we want to go back to the real world? No, wait. What? This is so awesome. Yes. The real world is where all my stuff is. What's uh, what's going on? Wait, will you uh, find hang- you don't look like you're here to party. So like, we get- need a hangover cure. A what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to leave Griffin frozen in this gargoyle-esque. Ah, uh, what? One what? more. No, one more. What did you just say? We, uh, we, want, you to, we want you to fix the gods so they'll uh, get back to work. I don't know what you're talking about. They're okay. all real hungover. Yes. That's not possible. Gods can't get drunk. They're not going to be hungover. I don't understand. You, you showed up to a party at Istis's. Yeah. That? All right. Check. And nope. you got gods. And my entourage. <laughs> okay. So, so Turtle got all the gods sick, I guess. I don't know. But you, the gods are hungover, Reggie. You partied too hard. The fuck did you just say to me? (laughs) 
as Gordon as, as, as you, his glasses. As you say that, there's like a dubstep drop in the music, and with that, all of the angels in this like dance orb suddenly turn towards you, almost in like response to the drop, and now all their eyes like glow red. Magnus steps back from Taco. And they're staring in your direction. Their faces actually look like... <laughs> their faces look like like they're cracking with this like red light behind them and now they're all sort of like dancing in formation to this music no, stand over here to this music I almost leaned back but it's all coming from this music that's just pulsating out of this golden boombox and uh, the orb starts undulating towards you Reggie says did you just say undulate <laughs> did you just say I over partied Reggie I got one question for you yeah. Are you taking applications? I think that I could fit in with your org pretty nicely. Yeah, I'm having a hard time getting a beat on you. And as he says that, the angels consume him and pull him into like the mass of floating dance angels. And then you see Reggie just get flung backwards and into like the bottles up against the bar uh, that Stephen was working at. And you hear him go, what the fuck? As he goes smashing through. And then you can tell like the music is almost like the, the beats of the music, the angels are turning towards you with each beat of the music moving towards you. Huh. Don't, he was, don't he was, blink. Turns out he was... He... Boo. Um, Wait, hold on. Let's go for the second joke. Turns out he was just a slob like one of us. <laughs> <laughs> and can I try one now? Yeah, sure. Well, it looks like the rhythm was going to get him. Okay. Let's fucking roll for initiative. 19 plus 2, 21. Okay. 13 plus 2, that's 15, but I get a... Yes. Yeah, let's just stick with a 15. <laughs> Justin? 16. Okay. Uh, first in the order is Magnus. Magnus, you have these two robot DJs. You, did you forget about intermission? Because that's when I'm going to eat dinner. We're good. So hungry. I'm the, a hockey boy. I rolled and my pizza's getting cold backstage. <laughs> <laughs> the music is pulsating out of this golden jukebox. Not golden jukebox, that'd be wild. It's a golden boombox that these DJs are controlling. That's much more timely. To the beats of the music, the angel orb, which is going to be weird. Looks like we got fight, ourselves a dance-off. Is coming towards you. Magnus, you are up. What do you do? I dance. Okay. Harder than I've ever danced before. Okay. I rolled a 36. <laughs> oh, boy. Nope. Mm. Uh, would that You're be a, a five? Plus strength. For and dancing? For dancing? I'm dancing really hard. Uh, the, you don't seem to be dancing to the beat of the music, and that seems to piss the angels off, and it has no other effect. Uh, next in the order is Taco. We're fighting them? It seems that they want to fight you. I don't want to fight them. I'm good. I'm looking for it. Like, I, I, I wish I'd dressed a little nicer. I want to I impress a little bit. Okay. Taco skips his turn. Merle. <laughs> Merle, does a 24 beat your AC? Yes, yeah. almost certainly it does. Yeah? Uh, the dance orb moves towards you and uh, grasping hands pull you inside. And now you're inside this just mass, this, this floating mosh pit of angels. Uh, you take, I bet that looks pretty damn good with this suit on. Uh, if they could see you, it would. You take 28... You, huh? you take 28 bludgeoning damage as you are moshed uh, against by bitch. these angels. And with that... 
Uh, oh, there, now we stop. No, with not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, the, uh, the boom box gets pumped up even louder as it sees Merle sort of consumed by this orb. And with that, the angels look towards the, the other two people not consumed yet. And they look so bad, guys. Uh, Taco, you're back up. Or no, Magnus is back up. Uh, I use the grappling hook okay. to pull Merle out. Okay. You succeed. I don't know how we would roll to satisfy no, it, that. No, it just, it, it happens. Okay. Yeah, you pull Merle out. Merle, how was it in there? Uh, it was kind of cool. <laughs> no, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know how you young people talk. It was rad. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was YOLO. <laughs> uh, and then... <clears throat> sure. That can be a bonus action. Well, I get like 18 attacks. Okay. Then I uh, reach behind the bar and grab, like, the nozzle that sprays water. Okay. And I'm just going to try to hose him down. Okay. Just try to, like, and let's say something like, hey, cool out. All right, cool. Hit it. Not 20. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, with that, you spray some of the angels down, and it's way more powerful. I think the power of Brosia is just so much more potent than you even assumed it would be. And this uh, angel orb gets sprayed down, and uh, like half of them just kind of like fall to the ground and just shake and come to their senses. And the two DJs behind the booth, even though they're wearing these robot masks, you can just tell from their body language, they're super pissed off. And they pump these just sliders behind the, the boombox to maximum, and the music gets louder and louder, and then smoke starts coming out of it. And when that happens, all the remaining like the floating dancing angels fall to the ground, uh, and you can see them kind of like shake their heads and start to start to come too. And uh, as, as the boombox goes up in smoke, just all the energy shifts here in Reggie Town. Uh, Pan also like shakes his head and kind of like rubs his temples, and also seems to regain like consciousness. Uh, and uh, he, and and Merle gives him a back rub, yes. Yes, and he's... Uh, and the two uh, robot DJs look at each other, and then they shrug, and uh, one of them says from behind their mask, um, Looks like Pandora's boombox bit the big one, brother. And... And the other DJ says, Well, uh, it's a good thing we're not that easy to get rid of. And... And the second DJ reaches into their pocket and retrieves what appears to be a first-generation iPod and uh, presses some buttons on it, and you hear a click. And the music starts up again. And the blast of fog envelops the DJs from on top of their booth. Their helmets fly toward you from within the fog and crash to the floor, and when the smoke clears, you see the faces they previously concealed. The dance floor participants snap back into formation, now mimicking the movements of their puppet masters. The kind of sharp, stylish voguing you've come to expect from the Wonderland twins, Edward and Lydia. We'll be right back. Hey everybody, this is Griffin McElroy, your Dungeon Master, your best friend, and your accomplice in the big heist that we're doing tomorrow. I got the stink bombs, you get the money from the bank. We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as they get home from doing something fun, 
we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a, a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So, right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A, frames.com, promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right, powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, use offer code ADVENTURE to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago! We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little sailor man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Thanks for tuning about the show using the, the Zonecast hashtag. It really means a lot. Thanks to everybody who came out to this New Orleans live show. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's it. McElroy.family is our website. If you want to check out 
uh, upcoming shows and merch. We got new merch and all that stuff's at McElroy.family. And uh, I'm going to let you get back to it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks, uh, which is going to be on the 21st, I think. The 21st. So see you then. Bye. are voguing with flawless precision to the music coming out of the wall of speakers behind them. Uh, as the music started back up again, the angel dance crew lifted itself off the floor like a single organism and begins dancing in place, awaiting their chance to strike. And Lydia says, Long time no kill, boys! Can, uh, congrats out of making it out of Wonderland. Uh, mostly intact. Weren't you a mannequin? Who are you? No, wait, I'm the one that's not supposed to remember anything. We've fought and killed a lot of people since Wonderland. Uh, they look insulted? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they are. Um, they say, we, were, we did the whole, Wonderla- the whole Wonderland thing. It was really, really, really nasty. Oh, mm. you kept fucking up time and making it reset? And no. Yeah. Oh, you were the one that was the giant, like, swarm of eyeballs that was eating everything. Swarm was eating everything. And the worm, the big worm. You were no. the big giant worm. worm. Were you thing? big worms? I thought what we had was special. You were the, you were the scary train. <laughs> oh, we, the one with the spider. You yeah. were the we spider. had the big wheel, and you spun it, and then you had to do the prisoner's dilemma, and it was really psychological and spooky. Mm. And we you got were a, the cat that had the shop? We turned you into a mannequin and then you all vaporized yeah. us? Yeah! Okay. Yeah! Honestly, for you all to forget after all the work we've put into making the fun games for you, to, to vaporize us and then forget about us? We Edward suck. Says, we really suck. Yeah, anyways, we're gonna go. Oh! <laughs> See ya! <laughs> if we can keep doing what we're doing here, if you all wanna take off and no, enjoy. No, hey, uh, yeah. why I've got you? Yes. What did you do to the gods? I'm so glad you asked, Uh, Edward says. So you zapped us good, you and your umbrella sister, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. We we ended up in the... Some loop fans in the house. Lydia, Lydia says, so we came to in the astral plane which was pretty yucky at the time because of the hungry that was happening. Hunger, hunger. hunger. It was hunger. a blur kind of. Hangry. So it was the hangry. We had a chance to sneak out, find ourselves in the realm of the gods, and boys, we liked what we saw. And Edward says, we figured if we could incapacitate the gods for a bit, planet blows up. That sounded like a toot noise, but it was an explosion. Okay. Nobody left to worship the gods. They disappear. We become the gods. Damn, Make that, money. That, can I just say, that's good. Thank you. It's good. It's way better than trap strangers in a torture prison. That was noise. very elaborate. And it was sort of, it was mean and it accomplished very little. Um, yeah. Listen, I'm not going to tell you how to do your job. Yeah. 
but it didn't seem to have any kind of end goal. Yeah, yeah, sure. This one totally does. And luckily, Lydia says, we had just the right rube to help us with our genius ploy. And at this point, you see Reggie stand up behind the bar, and he's like rubbing his head. And when he hears the twins talking about him, he, he just looks downcast. And he says, I, uh, I thought y'all loved to party. And Edward says, sweet Reginald, we do, but we love doing evil even more, bud. Oh, if that isn't nature's greatest struggle. The fight between one's desire to party and one's desire to do evil. And Lydia says, now... Oh, I found myself in many a night. <gasps> Lydia says, now I know the three of you, four, I guess, including Pan, but I'm pretty Don't sure... Don't include Pan. Yeah, he's... Um, Sort of a non-factor. I know you're going to want to fight, just knowing you. But I have a compromise. Hear me out. Okay. Roll a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> nope. Uh, I got a 13 total. Bad. Mm, 12? That one's good. Bad. 13 plus 3, 16. Good. Oh, wait, hold on. Indomitable. Okay. That is 18 plus You're one, good. 19. Taco, you two just see Taco start fucking grooving. Just right there. And nothing seems weird. Specifically, the target begins a comic dance in place, shuffling, tapping its feet, and capering for the duration. Caper, damn it! Uh... Now, uh, what spell did they cast? They cast Irresistible Dance. When, now, when will that take effect? <laughs> uh, you, uh, you can't move. You're dancing and... Uh, Wait, okay, pick one. <laughs> you have no movement points. You're spending all of them on your dancing. Okay. Uh, and you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and attack rolls. Okay. Uh, and you can roll the safe. Where were we at in the order? The last thing that happened was somebody sprayed water up on I the sprayed shits. water. Next in the order Taco's is up. Taco. Oh, great. Okay. At this point, the dance crew has gone sort of uh, evil again and is a, also a threat. It's not just the, dum 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 Like Thriller? They are thrilling it pretty hard, yes. You know what? I'm just going to do one of the ones that hurt people with... Fire. <laughs> Sometimes. He, he's doing a keyword search, fire. <laughs> Hurt people. Okay, so I'm going to go with fireball. Oh, classic. I can't believe you needed to look for five minutes for fireball. Uh, well, the first four minutes and 45 seconds, we're trying to look for something better. <laughs> and then the last 15 seconds, we're purely fireball. Okay. But I'm just going to cast a fireball. Okay. Wait, no, wait. There's a twist. All right. At them. <laughs> yeah. At, uh, at to where... set them on fire. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dexterity what... saving through. Okay. Uh, Lydia rolls a six. Edward rolls uh, 13? No. These are shit rolls. That's okay. A, both. Uh, so you're going to take 8d6 fire damage uh, on a failed save. Um, are there any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried? Because that is also... You did say there were some curtains. No, I don't think I did. Didn't remember the curtains. Didn't uh, he describe the bars having curtains? 
Okay, yeah, there's curtains. Woo! All right! There's fucking curtains! They're badass party curtains. So they're uh, not flammable. 24, 27, 28, 34. 34. Whoa, okay! They... Uh, you throw a fireball at them, and I blast them, and the fucking kick-ass curtains behind them. Uh, and uh, Edward says, ooh, I remember this feeling, being not so good. Maybe this was a bad idea. And Lydia says, no, 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 go with it. We got him this time. We know all their tricks. Uh, next in the order is Merle. Uh, oh, roll uh, a uh, wisdom saving throw, Taco, to see if you are still dancing. <laughs> Is still, still, Six. still dancing. <laughs> Merle casts Guardian of Faith. Yes. You got all these angels around. Why not use some angels for their own good? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, shit. What's wrong, bud? It's a 35. What'd he roll? Do you have to, I don't think you have to roll anything. Why did you say Oh, I don't have to roll anything. Why did you say shit? Because uh, uh, the language is was, like out of control. I'm so dookie. Do you see? You, you see your uh, Della Reese warrior angel, and she actually pops up out of the crowd of dancing angels, and she's got like a she's got like uh, some beads. On. She has like a one of those raver like ring pops that she just kind of pop, and she pops up and she's like, "What do you need?" <laughs> I'm I'm busy, Merle. I need you to... You know what? I don't want you to stop doing that. All right, bye. And she disappears back into the crowd of angels. Wow. I suck at this game. But she does attack all the angels around her. With a mosh. Yes. With her irresponsible dancing, she picks up on what you need. What do I roll against the angel dance squad? You got this. What's the damage? The damage. Twenty radiant damage on a failed save. Okay. What save? It's dexterity. Okay, it's a dexterity saving throw. Uh, I rolled an eleven, which is not going to save against your spellcasting modifier. No, it's not. Uh, yeah, you just see her. You just see her now, like her dance that she was doing. Now it becomes like. Like, I've never been in a mosh pit, but I think when you get in it, you're supposed to be You've like. You've never been in it. Let's get some people up here. No. No. The fire marshal will shut You've us down. You've never lived. We've done enough live shows for you to know better than to say, rush the stage. <laughs> uh, as she is moshing, you see just these like splashes of light every time she elbows another angel in the face and they take 20 radiant damage. Uh, next in the order. So I did good, right? Uh, I mean, they're, yes, sure. Next in the order is uh, Edward. Uh, Edward is just like standing perfectly still and then he like, just like flexes this powerful turbo vogue uh, and it sort of just like commands the entire angel dance crew to uh, take a dive at, uh, we'll say, Merle. Uh, Merle, uh, that is a 21 versus AC. You have disadvantage because I'm a protection Thank you, Magnus. Uh, that's a 17 versus AC? No. Okay. No. Let uh, me speak for Deb. 
No. The Angel Dance Crew all vogues in the exact same way as Edward did, and then lunges towards you, trying to grab you and pull you back into the mosh pit. Uh, but uh, Magnus uses his shield somehow to stop that from happening. <laughs> Uh, next in the order is Lydia, who... Uh, Lydia casts Blight on Magnus. Uh, it sounds a lot worse than it is. Make a constitution saving throw, my friend. That's one of my good ones. That's a 16 plus 9, a 25. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, well... Don't go against a fighter in strength or constitution. Yeah, sure. On a failure, that would have been 38 necrotic damage. But because you saved against it, it's only 19. Sick. And you, nice. feel your, you feel your, quote, moisture and vitality drained. <laughs> D&D is nasty. Uh, next in the order is Reggie. Uh, Reggie stands up from behind the bar, and he jumps over it in one smooth party motion. Um, <laughs> and uh, he, looks, he looks pissed off. It's just a good line, a smooth party motion. He looks pissed off, uh, and he stomps his foot, and as he does, a hole in the ground opens up, and a hose pops out, and he just starts spraying foam everywhere into this battle that's happening in the middle of the floor. And nothing nothing else really happens. But he's trying to get this shit going with a sick foam party. Next in the order is Magnus. Cool. Cool. Now, do I remember you saying that the twins were in robot bodies? What? No. You said they were robot DJs like Daft Punk. They had masks on to conceal their identity so I could take them off at some point and surprise the audience. They didn't turn into now, friendly robots. Griffin, you know what he was wanting I to do. I know what he was wanting, but what um, if, what I'm if... going to say Magnus is going to take advantage of the foam. Okay. And slide on his shield like a, like a wrecking ball. Okay. Okay. I don't know what that looks like. I'm going to like do a sick knee slide. And smash, just smash, you're just bowling yeah. for, bowling for twins? Bowling for angels, yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, you're going for the angels, okay. 17 plus, I assume, seven, which is my, or Sure, eight. sure, sure, I like it. Yeah, 25. A 17 would have hit on its own. Uh, yeah, why don't you roll, uh, why don't you just roll your, your regular weapon damage twice? Uh, oh. You're going to kill some angels. You feel big, big man? <laughs> so uh, that would be 25 total. Okay, yeah. That, that's a good, solid hit. Uh, you smash into the angels, and I think Merle and Taco, uh, who is still just like fucking grinding and out, uh, you see just angels go flying up in the air like cartoon bowling pins. Uh, are you taking another action? Or yeah, I am. Okay. Um, am I at the twins now or am I still in the Oh, yeah, yeah, end? you're up, okay. you're pawns. I attack, which one turned me into a mannequin? Edward, I guess. Edward, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I attack Edward with the flaming, raging, poisoning sort of do. Yeah. Oh. oh, no! Uh, seven plus ten, seventeen? Uh, yes, that's a hit. Um, and it's... All, let me see. All of it is the damage I do. I believe all of it. All damage ever. Not nine. So that's twelve uh, plus five, seventeen damage. Oh no, sorry. What I was I about to about? say, what the fuck is that, it broken? It's twenty six, uh, thirty six damage. Thank yeah. you very much. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he says, "Did you have that last time?" I didn't, but I do now. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> he turns. 
He turns back towards Lydia. He's like, are you 100% certain? She says, we've got this. We've got this. This time for sure. He's got a huge sword this time, but we've got each, each other. other. Yeah. And I... I don't think we've ever run into it before, but I'm pretty sure it does ongoing damage. Usually I just kill people in one swipe, but I think the poisoning part of it goes on he and says, on. I feel like wicked poisoned. Are you a hundred? <laughs> uh, next in the order is Taco. Okay. I'm going to try. Uh, I want to cast a spell on the mosh pit. Okay. Uh, and the spell that I am going to cast is silence. Ooh. I'm going to create a sphere of silence uh, centered on the uh, uh, centered on the sphere. Okay. Ba- bad news. Immune to thunder damage. Okay. <laughs> but they are deafened while inside it. Yeah. Okay. How big is this sphere? This is a 20-foot radius sphere. Okay. That's definitely big enough to capture, like, the dance pit. Uh, as it is. And as you do that, you just see, like, uh, you know, a mosquito getting sprayed by mosquito spray. All the angels just sort of fall to the ground, just sort of, like, clutching their ears and looking around very confused. Hey, gang, don't forget to hydrate. (laughs) Uh, And the angel dance crew has been neutralized. I think one of them steps out of the sphere just to, like, leave, and they go, like, demon again, and one of their friends, like, grabs them and pulls them back into the sphere, like, (laughs) <laughs> Once again, another good audio cue. Uh, next in the order is Merle. The dance crew has been neutralized, uh, and yeah. The, my, uh, believe it or not, my facial recognition thing won't recognize me on my phone. Is, it a, is it a clothing weird. recognition thing? No, it's just like, I'm not giving this to you, Clint. Take off the fucking uh, hat. If Merle had his Extreme Teen Bible and it wasn't zooming across the United States somewhere in the United States postal system, he opens up his Extreme Teen Bible and casts banishment on Liana. Liana is not a person. Stop. Stop. Liana is not a person present in the room. He's not a person who's been present ever. Lydia. (laughs) Casts banishment on Lydia and attempts to send her to... The western place that was caught in the time loop. And All right, sure. Why the fuck not? What's that, that look like? What am I, what am I doing? A, that's a charisma saving throw. For yeah. That okay. It's not like they're going to be charismatic at all these voguing twins. <laughs> uh, I got a 22 save on that. That saves. Is that enough to save? Well, allow me to speak for myself on my turn. Did it save, Mac? Yeah. <laughs> Same. You see her actually. What you get out of her is like the uh, uh, Back to the Future Part One, where like her hand starts to turn invisible, and she's like, "Oh shit, maybe we should." But then it like pops back into place, and she's like, "Okay, never mind." Uh, next in the order is Edward and Lydia. Uh, I think Lydia is pissed off about what you just tried to do to her, uh, and uh, she grabs the iPod and presses like a, a button on it, and the music changes. And as it does, Pan turns in your direction, and his eyes have gone blood red, and his face is cracked, and uh, I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Aw, dunk. (laughs) Gonna get fucked up by Pan. Yep. 
Yeah, that's, that's a nine for old Magnus. Yeah, she probably got a nine as well. Merle? Read it. That's a nat 20 for Merle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Merle does 18 unnecessary flips. Yeah, I think that the... the Wait, let, me, let, me, let me do a Caruso. Oh. Well, naturally, it's a 20. Oh, that's not... That's something, I guess. Uh, what I love, Merle, like, knowing Pan, like, you see his face and instantly know something's wrong, and that's why you have these cat-like reflexes as you flip backwards, avoiding a wall of thorns uh, that uh, Taco and Magnus are. Now, Taco is in the wall of thorns, still dancing, still Loving fucking it. bumping it. Uh, Magnus and Taco take 30 piercing damage. Dang. All right. Uh, I'm bloodied. You all fall backwards as you are pierced by the thorns, and now you are all trapped inside of a dome of razor-sharp thorns that Pan has conjured up, trapping you inside. And um, uh, as you all take this damage, the thorns start sort of wrapping around themselves, uh, constricting tighter and tighter and tighter around you. Uh, Next, you hear Reggie, and he yells, Oh, no! Magnus, it's your turn. (laughs) I'm going to flex so hard that the wall of thorns breaks. This is, okay. You're going to flex so hard. Stop. Talk about the science of why that works, and I'll let you... You said they were constricting. They're not like... So you wait until they're racked. Yeah, 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 I heard it. I heard it. I heard it for sure. The problem wasn't me That's not... That's a one. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Magnus, you take 24 points yes. of piercing damage as you... Magnus is almost dead. You walk We're up and... on your cannon, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, next to the order is Taco. Again? Yeah, bud, we're moving fast. Dang, we're just cranking, huh? Yeah. I mean, hey, guys, hey. if you could help out, I got to open a school for dogs or whatever the fuck. <laughs> it doesn't take so. much time for Magnus to walk up to a wall of thorns, flex, and be devoured. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, let's, re- let's recap again. You're trapped in a dome of thorns that is getting smaller and smaller. Magnus walked into the thorns again to flex and try and uh, explode okay. it. Okay, now I did misunderstand. I thought I was already in the thorns. Yeah, uh, Taco. Uh, and Merle's fine. And Merle is fine. You're also in the Dome of Thorns, but you were not hit by it. Against all odds. Yes. Um, I can't move, can I? You're still down. Da- oh, you didn't roll the save, I think, at the end of your oh, last yeah, turn. Oh, yeah, yeah. Roll that. Uh, oh, some saving that beautiful throw. bean footage. That's an 18. That's good. Yes. You stop dancing. I am, uh, I will pull out. The hole thrower. Okay. And use it on the sphere of thorns. And I'll look at my two patriots and say, let's get the hell out of here. Roll a, uh, roll a 1d10, I think, to determine the, uh, the size of this hole that you are punching in the thorns. Oh, boy. Do you need a 10-sided no, dice? No, no, I got one. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. How, wait, how thick is the wall? Huh? How thick no, is the it's wall? Cir- and it's, it's, circum- a tri- it's not a, thi- it's not a it's thickness question. It's a circumference question. How big are we talking here, bud? One foot. (laughs) I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. It's big enough for one of you guys to get through. And Merle, it's your turn. Oh, man.
Man. Merle casts flame strike on the thorn wall. While you're all inside of it? Remember when I said I'm almost dead and we have like a whole canon about how I die? Just just so we follow the scene. Taco punches a hole in the wall big enough for Merle to get through. Merle says, ah, good. I'm going to blow us all up with holy fire. (laughs) All right, Merle casts mass heal. A yes. flood okay, of healing just so energy. I'm clear, Taco punches a hole in the side of the thorns, and you say, ah, good. I'm just going to heal us while the thorns continue to circle <laughs> yes. in. Yes. Okay, do it. Yes. Exactly. You restore up to 700 points. Look at yep. that shit. Yep. What's he casting? Mass heal. That's a ninth level spell, my man. <laughs> do not have it. Do not have it. Let's try again. You just sat there waiting for me to commit to that. What about healing word? What about kind of mass heal? (laughs) Medium heal. I don't need your pity. (laughs) How about, uh, uh, okay, regenerate. Okay. Or you touch a creature and stimulate its... Why is the font so small? (laughs) It's natural healing ability. Okay. Okay. Who are you doing this to? To, to um, Beefy O'Burley over here. Okay. Beefy O'Burley. Please, sir. That's my father. <laughs> that's 48 plus 15. Cool. Uh, next in the order is Edward and Lydia again. Uh, here's what happens. The, uh, the vines start closing in closer and closer around you. Uh, and just as they are about to envelop you, uh, the room just kind of disappears. All of the vines just like vanish and you are standing in this like just black void. Uh, Reggie's gone, all the angels standing in the dome of silence are just gone, it's just you standing in this black void. Uh, And then a shape appears, a blue triangular wedge. And then adjacent to it, two more wedges, one green, one yellow. Then more and more appear, all different colors, all branded with these different symbols. All forming the Wheel of Sacrifice. And that's when you realize you're back in Wonderland. Fuck! And you all actually recognize each other's outfits as the clothes you were wearing while you were in Wonderland. Taco is like heavily wounded from when that piece of heavy machinery fell on him some time ago. Who's clapping for One that? One person clapping. You I saw monster. That. Oh, I love Monstrous. Uh, a catwalk raises up from the floor and Edward and Lydia uh, step down it and Lydia says, oh, brother, do you think it's time that we told them? And Edward says, uh, I, uh, I guess the act is up. I imagine it must be quite shocking to return to our uh, stylish little torture complex. Uh, Funny thing is, you never actually left. And Lydia Lydia says, we warned you there was no escape. Everything you've experienced since leaving has been but a a waking dream we've implanted in your minds. We've just been draining you of your suffering the entire time. I attack him. It is your turn. No, here's the thing. Okay. The last time we fought you, you took my body. Yep. And you pissed us off. Yep. And if I remember correctly, my sister from another mister fucking ate you up. Yeah. We're not there. 
Okay. Fuck right off. Okay. And I attack with the Flaming Raging Poisoning Sword of Doom. Okay. Uh, and that's a 22 versus AC. Okay. Uh, you, Taco, and Merle, you see Magnus wield this massive, just God-killing weapon, uh, and you see him jump forward, and then suddenly you see him uh, encased within the wall of vines, which reappear all around you as the hallucinatory terrain disappears. Magnus, you take 30 points of piercing damage as you are consumed by the vines again. Then I'm attacking the vine. That was uh, a solid No, there's attack. no way you saw it. Edward says, you fucking yokel! You got you again! Get dumped on! Okay, wait, how much did I lose? Uh, 30 points of piercing damage. Okay, and then I attack again. Okay, this time actually looking at the vines? No, shooting through the hole with the cross... No, with the chance lance. Okay. That's uh, 19. Uh, Okay, who are you throwing that at? Uh, You know what, I'm going at Edward again. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, that's a hit. It's 12. Uh, okay, that's cute. Uh, no, it's sweet. It's like, it's a sweet, it's a sweet hit. Uh, and I do it again. Okay. Uh, no, this time I'm going to attack the vines with the Flaming Raging Poisoning Sword of Doom. Okay. So nat 20. Oh shit, okay. You really got those vines. No need to, no need to roll damage on that one, my friend. I think uh, with that, you, uh, do, you describe it. What's it look like? How are you attacking them? I think one solid slice, and it just, like, split. The whole dome just goes... Okay. It slits open. Yeah. The vines fall away. Uh, as they do, uh, you all see Pan standing in front of you, and he looks real bad. And his I'm going face to use is, my second wind. His face, <laughs> his face is all craggy and messed up. He has these blood-red eyes, and he roars as he sees you. Uh, and then, actually, it's Reggie's turn, if you'll allow it. He, um, you all just hear this loud boom, and then see Pan just disappear in this burst of confetti, and you look over, and Reggie's holding a confetti cannon that he has just fired in Pan's direction. And the uh, concussive force of that has uh, knocked, rendered uh, your deity unconscious uh, and <laughs> on the ground. Uh, next in the order is Taco. Taco. Uh, and at this point now, I think uh, uh, Edward and Lydia realize their bag of tricks has been nearly emptied out uh, and they look a little nervous. I am going to... I'm going to cast Circle of Death. <laughs> Because when nothing else will do, you cast a circle of death. That's a sphere of negative energy radiating out a 60-foot radius. Uh, you got to make a constitution saving throw. Yeah, all right. That's a level nine spell. No. <laughs> level six, Mac. Good try. Damn. I rolled a three for Edward plus whatever. It's not going to get me there. Uh, and then I rolled a six plus four is a ten. Still probably no. no. So what happens? That's going to be 8d6 necrotic damage. Okay. Uh, Hold on. Man. Okay, here we go. Three. One. You all add it up, okay? One. Five. Five. Ten. Six. Sixteen. Four. Twenty. Six. (laughs) Twenty-six. Six. Thirty-two. Is that eight? One more. One more. One to grow on. Six. Thirty-eight. 38, 38 hit points. I, can I say, I'm going to be so stoked to tell my sister she did not kill you. <laughs> uh, and I did. Edward says, 
we'll see about that. We practically invented necrotic, and then he just explodes in a puff of black smoke. And then and Magnus catches the iPod and realizes it's just full of U2. <laughs> it's just full of free U2. He didn't even There's pay so for it. There's so much U2 on here. And this is all U2, U2. This is all U2. And Lydia, Lydia. That's the real curse. Lydia looks over at her uh, brother, who's now a puff of smoke, and just says, "Looks like Team Wonderland is blasting off again." <laughs> and um, uh, she. Explodes too. Um, <laughs> and uh, instantly the music just disappears. Uh, you see Pan start like rubbing his head and regaining his senses. The, uh, the cone of silence disappears. You hear one of the angel dance crew just yell like, no more fat beats, please. <laughs> Only juicy beats. Juicy, calm beats. Some calm house music to Play do homework some, to. Just some in you, please. please. Sail away, sail away, sail away. Oh, oh, oh. Sail away. <laughs> Jump cut to Istis's cottage. You see half a pantheon's worth of deities now sheepishly exiting the place, dark circles under their eyes, carrying their belongings over their shoulders. Pan is one such deity after returning with you. As he stops and prepares to leave, he turns towards you, Merle, and he says, If you don't want to follow me anymore after what you saw today... I would, I'm sorry about all those things I DM'd you. I would That's totally, a deity message. I would totally, totally understand. No, listen, it's all about forgiveness, buddy. You did okay. Which one of us is the loving God, right? Exactly. Wait, at what point did he do okay? He attacked us. Look, you have your gods. <laughs> the rhythm took him over, Travis. Uh, the three of you also see Reggie. He's got a push broom, and he's trying to use it to clean up all the trash scattered across Istis's yard, and he's failing because that's not the right tool to use for that job. <laughs> but he's giving it some effort, and when he sees the three of you, he approaches humbly, and he says, uh, So, uh, listen, listen. I goofed. I goofed it. I goofed up bad. Look, the whole divine charge thing, it's all about getting the party going, but today, I, 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 did over party, and I did not think that was possible. <laughs> Does this make me the new god of partying? Because you're cleaning up. I am happy to just be like the under god of partying. Yeah, or, or is there something more specific than partying now that I think about it? Like, if I could be the god of Organizing my sock drawer. Yeah. He says, uh, I, I owe you big time. I promise from now on, I'm going to keep things real conservative around here. Just three phone parties a week, sandwiched between nightly turbo raves. But I'm going to cut those off at 5 a.m. so folks can get a nice morning sleep before heading out for the aforementioned phone party. Griffin, you have the longest arms. I yeah. Wanna, look at this fucking wingspan. You're like an orangutan. Um, I want a boon. Okay. I want a boon where if I'm throwing a party and I yawn, everyone leaves instantly. Can we do that? Can you grant me this one wish, this one party wish? He says, I'll do you one better. There's literally nothing better than what I just described. If you're at a party where you don't know anybody, but there's a cat, you'll be able to talk to the cat using language. I love this. Yes. 
and, then, and at that point, Merle and Magnus and Taco just fall into each other's arms crying because uh, they're so fucking happy. Uh, and with a snap of his fingers, the three of you are transported back to the prime material plane. Uh, you're just standing in a field outside of Neverwinter, and from there you see the world setting itself right. Uh, the sun shoots back up into the sky. The trees are all bending to stand up straight. Can we get dramatic lights, please? No, no lights. Just re- let him read. A dramatic light, I would accept. I don't know if we have access to those. But in the distance... There's one slider. It's just dramatic. (laughs) Bring it up. Oh, no, I hit whimsical. (laughs) But in the the distance, we see an object plummet from the sky. Oh, look, look, look. A golden trail of light following behind it. It crashes to the ground somewhere in the Felicity Wilds, and then we see it close up in a small smoking crater... Pandora's boombox sits half-submerged in the soft loam of the forest floor, but not for long. A gloved hand reaches down and removes it from the crater, and as this figure holds their new treasure aloft, we see an ominous grin flash across the face of Garfield that deals with And then, and then, I, and then I wrote, The end? <laughs> That's it, everybody. Thank you so much for Thanks, coming y'all. out. Thank you. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Have you ever watched a movie so bad you just needed to talk to somebody about it? Well, here at the Flophouse, we watch a bad movie and then talk about it. Yeah, you don't have to do anything. We'll watch it and we'll talk it. We do the hard work. Featuring the beautiful vocal talents of Dan McCoy. Stuart Wellington. And me, America's rascal, Elliot Kalin. New episodes every other Saturday at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast, dude. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Welcome back, and thank you, Dan, for that scathing report. As you know, Max Fun Drive is coming up March 18th to March 29th, which has some folks pretty excited. But as families around the world get ready to celebrate this season of giving, community, and quality podcasts, some are wondering if it's just too much. Are they, though? They are. Some people are all for comedy and culture, but with 45 shows offering hundreds of hours of bonus content, plus all the Max Fun meetups taking place around the world, some people think it's too much. While other people think it sounds totally awesome. I took my granddaughter to the mall to get her picture taken, and the mall pod fairy was short. And I, you know, I'm just going to say it. I'm sorry, but everyone knows the pod fairy is tall. Well, I think we should just leave it there. Until next time, here's the news you need to know. Max Fun Drive runs from March 18th through 29th. Be sure to listen to all of your favorite podcasts. I know I will. (laughs) 